Hey, this is Rob Corddry, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who has banished his pants and underwear and is currently jacking his dick off to furry porn. That's Jeff Clark. Do you see tits in furry porn? No. <laughs> it's just... It's just a dick coming out of a mascot costume and inserting it. And beaming to us from a furry convention, the bearded dick jack and booger bandit known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. I almost forgot. <laughs> Shaking the cobwebs off. It's only been a week. Feels like it's been longer. It does. Uh, well, first off, I just want to thank everybody in the Puminati showing me a lot of love. Um, means a lot. A lot of people reached out to uh, check in on me, so much appreciated. Uh, my dad is still still uh, unconscious and on machines and stuff, but the his levels are slightly getting better, so at least things are moving in the right direction. They're hoping they can get the surgery done. Um, but you know, still going to take consecutive miracles, but, uh, you know, the fact that things are trending in the right direction is a good sign. So just wanted to keep everybody up to speed. That's just a, a quick little update. And now we can do stuff that isn't sad. Like, like talk what? probably for the best. I thought we were all reviewing Jeff's butthole. Is that why you have your KY jelly out? You guys want to check out my dune? <laughs> Check it out. I call this Shy Halud. <clears throat> My Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> well, I figured out for the the five people that watch the show on YouTube, people seem to get very distracted by the quality of my fucking dog shit webcam that for some reason turns me blue all the time. And we discovered that if there's something in the foreground, I don't. Uh, I'm not blue anymore. I'm just my usual ghastly corpse-like pale color. And there you go. I got, I have a bottle of KY jelly and hand sanitizer <laughs> propped up on a tube of fart slime. That's, that's no joke. There's the fart slime right there. So, there you go. Everybody on YouTube, you're fucking safe. You're safe. I got you. I got you. We need to get our views up, though, so we can start docking KY Jelly for the advertisement placement and the product placement. Yeah, for real. This is fucking... Why did you pick that one? Does this look like there's a pimple under my nose? It's a shadow, yes. It does definitely look like there's a boogie or a pimple. Yeah, it's a shadow, but look. A mole. There's nothing there. It's been there for weeks. I do not have... I mean, I got zits, but I don't have one right there. You don't this, have cum nose. I don't have. I don't have cum nose. We got like a little hunting going on. Maybe I have a. I have a ghost hanging out by my nose. Huh. 
He he teleported away from Shuddy's house. Shuddy. Shuddy's afraid of ghosts, and he had his own paranormal incident. He doesn't like to talk about that. Shuddy, don't. Do, <laughs> do you think the ghost is at your house because you're scared of them? Because I'm not scared of ghosts, and I've never seen one. No, I don't think that he is here because I'm scared of him. I don't think that's a thing they do. Yeah, I don't I don't think ghosts have fear. That's probably not an emotion. Well, no, not fear, but I think they want to get the biggest reaction. So they find people like Shuddy Boy that are scared of ghosts. Oh, they're ball busters, and huh? Kind of like me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna go into your bathroom, take the little tube out of the of the toilet paper holder and flip the roll around the other way and put it back in. Yep, that's he's just gonna prank you. The tiny little annoying pranks. Yeah, it's going to be like little monsters. He's going to put saran wrap over your toilet bowl and then close the seat on it. So when you sit down and take a shit and a piss, it's all going to He's not going to pee in my thermos. As long as he doesn't pee in my thermos. As long as he doesn't pee and take a shit in my bong, we'll, we'll be all set. Okay, what about this, shuddy boy? Would you rather do the piss shit bong thing or take a nugget of one of my poos and put it in your volcano chamber and vape it. Neither one of those is happening. Okay, well, you, I don't think you understand how games work, Shuddy. <laughs> I don't think you understand that games mean they're optional, so I'm not playing. Well, let's, let's consider this a squid game where you are incentivized greatly and really kind of pretty much need to be there. Well, yeah. show me. Fuck you, pay me. Show me the money. Let's just and assume we'll discuss this. Let's just assume you're not a giant pussy and you know, play the game for the spirit of the show. If somebody was going to set fire to your He-Man collection and they were like shit piss bong if I have to, if I had to absolutely choose. Hmm. You know what? I think races against Kevin shit. I think Shuddy made the right choice. But for posterity's sake, we should just see what happens. Does posterity mean a butt? Do you mean posterity? Yeah, I think you're adding an R. That doesn't <laughs> yeah. belong. You did a me. You pulled a Jeff <laughs> for sure. Like, are you mixing up prosperity and posterity? How is he it? sure is? I thought one of them meant a butt. Doesn't one mean a butt? Posterior. That's what posterior. I meant. Posterior. For posterior sake, we should see what happens <laughs> if you vape a turd in a volcano. We don't have to actually hit it. Should have went with for posterity or posterity sake. That makes more sense to me. <laughs> Whatever, Jeff. At least I know. I'm what completely fucking, lost now. Wait, I know what, what a man about? was. Shuddy boy was just about to vape one of his turds. Fucking, you know what? I'm sick of getting jabbed at because of this mammal bullshit. If we went through. A bunch of animals. I bet you we'd find out you don't know as much about mammals as you think you do. There's a chance. I did have to look up if penguins were a mammal, so fuck me. Yeah, everyone clowned on me like that. Clowned on me like that was fucking just common knowledge. Well, here, I'll Who give you... about penguins? No one's even seen a... Which one of you fucking pussies have seen a penguin? Uh, what? I really thought I was going to get you there. Oh, wait, wait. They're not Where unicorns. I don't know. All right. The internet, photos, 
Zoos? Oh, come on. That Zoos. doesn't count. That doesn't count. Come Zoos on. Don't How does count? a zoo not count? No, a zoo counts. <laughs> Kevin said Kevin said the internet. And then he said zoo immediately after that, which you then said is when you said doesn't count. First of all, I thought he said news and I thought you said zoo. <laughs> so I was like, oh, the news isn't count. You watching TV doesn't. That, we're not... We're not using that. I saw that Jim Carrey movie where he fucks a bunch of penguins. That counts. Mr. Poppers. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Poppin' Penguins. All right. Whatever. The point. Well, here. You admitted my point. Which I'll give is you, you gotta Google it. I'll give you something to shit on me about. I actually threw this out there weeks ago on the Ellis Show Patreon, and it. I don't think anybody gave two shits, but I feel like you guys okay. might. Have a little bit more insight into this. So basically what I'm hearing is this bit didn't go over well on the Ellis show. So we're getting the garbage. This is like when what's his face? Anthony Bourdain is talking about in, uh, in the big short about what you do with the spare fish and you can make a stew out of it. You're just, we're just your MS. We're just your joke stew. That's all we are. We're Danny DeVito in twins. We're just everything that was left over. No, you're just a couple of fucking sniveling pussies. <laughs> All right. Wait a second. Well, who, it came up who, it came up naturally this... in conversation. And I thought people were going to be like, Jesus Christ. But they just looked at me and they're like, okay. Uh, by the way, did you see Conor McGregor did something? And I was like, oh, all right, well, fuck me. <laughs> cool, MMA talk. I feel like this is a conversation more suited for MSPH anyway because I have... I have like a series of reoccurring dreams that pop in from time to time. Nothing all that out of, out of the ordinary. I have a lot of dreams that I'm just back in my childhood home, like the house I grew up in. or um, I have had the dream once or twice where you, you're in school in your underpants or whatever. And then I think I've just had different varying degrees of that same dream. Like I've, I've talked about it on the show where sometimes I have dreams that I'm jacking off in front of people. That one has morphed into, I now have a reoccurring dream that I'm constantly pissing in inappropriate places. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll have a dream that I'm on vacation or something, or I'm on a trip with some people, and all of a sudden I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to piss in that trash can. And then I go over and I start pissing in a trash can, and then somebody walks in the room and they're like, dude, what are you doing? Why why are you pissing in my trash can? And then I get all self-conscious. I'm like, I don't know. But I'm already peeing and I can't stop. So I just sit there pissing while they uh, disapprovingly look at me. Or I'll piss in a sink. I've pissed in a lot of sinks and trash cans. And then sometimes it's just on, in the corner of a room or on a rug. But I'm always pissing somewhere and then I get caught and that person is not happy about it. So I'm so with you, but where did you lose the Ellis fam? Or, Immediately. Uh, yeah. I told okay. that story and they were just like, cool. All right. Well, um, what's going on in the news? We're, we're trying to keep listeners. So let's not talk about that anymore. Apparently I'm so stupid that I've, I've I, I don't know, maybe I've reached critical stupid saturation where it's just I might as well have just said, hey, guys, I woke up this morning and uh, I ate an apple. Yeah. And I bit like I bit a little care. too deep into it. I got a little bit of the core 
And it was kind of bitter. It was gross. So I spit it out. And everybody looks at me and like, eh. Well, thanks for showing up, Kevin. Um, COVID's got a new variant. It's called uh, uh, Optimus Prime. Whatever that new one's called. Oh, Shuddy Boy's laying down the law. Omnicron or Omni something? Yeah. Which sure. Is like Omicron. A, it's a supermarket sweeps jang, uh, jumbled up word that actually stands for moronic. I saw that in a few people's Instagrams. I liked it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have some, we, we, we have fans of all different types of backgrounds of this podcast. Uh, MSPH rolls deep. We even have some right wingers there. I, I, I like their social media content. It's just, it pisses people off and I enjoy that. And I appreciate that. Yeah. We, we know how basic you are. So Jeff, when something is rearranged to form a new word, what's that called? I would guess an anagram. Was I wrong? No. That was right, right? Yeah. Now, is an anagram a mammal? No. Stop it. Incorrect. Come on. Anagrams are mammals. No, no. Don't get in my head. Don't get in my head. I don't need this shit right now. <laughs> the fuck did Shuddy go? He just got rid of a dog, huh? I guess so. Hmm. Want to just talk about COVID until he comes back? Sure. Which strain do you hope to get, Jeff? <laughs> All of them. I want a nice little potpourri of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so have you ever had any reoccurring dreams? No. Uh, I don't dream very often, actually, uh, because, you know, of how, high, how often I go to sleep high. I actually had the most vivid dream I've ever had or not ever, but most vivid dream I've had in years this morning or last night. And my family and loved ones, you weren't there, Kevin, although I wish you were had a very real conversation with me about how I should probably chill on gambling. And whoa, you had that intervention with in your it. dream. Yeah, that coincided. Yeah, I was incepted. Uh, well, <laughs> didn't really work because i do have money on the denver nuggets tonight but was joseph gordon levitt there no why would he be there that went over my head he was in inception never mind of course you should have went with leo i forgot joseph gordon levitt's even in that fucking movie he doesn't really stand out to me didn't i give you a joseph gordon levitt take last week or was that my brother might have been your brother all right. Well, either way. Now I just had a, you know, it was pretty much an intervention. I saw my brothers, my mother, someone else was in the dream. And they're just like, yo, maybe don't gamble anymore. Did um, you take this as a sign at all? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I fucking never remember my dreams. And I woke up and like, oh, shit. And, uh. And I haven't been doing well the past, like, two weeks. past two weeks have been rough. I always start off Monday and Tuesday just on fire, and then it just goes to shit. Yeah, because I see you and, tweet out, like, betting lines or something, and then you have uh, a money bag emoji. So I'm like, oh, looks like Jeff's doing good. Yeah, I'll go on some pretty good stretches there. But then college football, like, from weeks 11 or 10, 
to 12. So three weeks, maybe it was nine to 11. I was like 13 and two. Like I was just on fire. I was winning everything. And then since I'm three and nine. So I gave all that money back and it hurts. And it hurts so badly that I actually got a dream that I remembered. But about not gambling anymore, about an intervention. Right. And the only reason I bring it up was just because we're talking about dreams and so it's like how rare I actually remember one. And this one was like, oh man, all those all those dream relatives and siblings are making a very <laughs> good point. I need to chill. Like Jeff, even though you've gambled away the family savings. I still love you. Uh, I I didn't know what you were talking about, or I would have gotten that reference, but I remember us talking about it years ago. Don't you still have that drop, or do you? I think you just pulled it up on YouTube. Maybe you never even had the drop. Yeah, I think it was YouTube. (laughs) I think that guy croaked too, which is a nice silver lining to that story. My situation isn't trending much better, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, man. I need, I need this college football season to end. Fucking, I am not going into bowl season. Good. Yeah, uh, I have a profitable. feeling next week we're gonna, Jeff is going to be in like a double arms cast and a halo. Broken thumbs. Are you, are you in fun. deep to the mafia? I'm not, but I do owe my, my bookie a little bit. So I'll settle that. I don't know. We're pretty cool. We're pretty chummy, you know, so it's all good. I'll let him uh, hold, uh, roll over his debt to me here or there, and I'll roll over my debt with him here or there. So it'll all be settled. Oh, I think I'll bounce hey, back. But do, you take, it's, do you take Dogecoin? <laughs> it's been rough, dude. It's been fucking rough. Like, again, I never dream. And today I woke up like, oh, wow, that was a very vivid dream. <laughs> very very topical too just just terrible so that gives you an idea how my uh week 12 went in the nfl what about you shuddy are you a uh what's it called recurring dreamer no i don't typically remember my dreams i usually don't either but i don't know the reason this is fresh in my head is i had another dream this week about pissing somewhere i wasn't supposed to piss I don't know why this keeps happening to me. Do you ever have like horny dreams? Like you wake your your he man like flies into your room and he's giving a predator and shoving a sword hilt up his ass. I typically do not remember my dreams. I remember bits and pieces. Like all I remember from last night was that someone told me that I was really good at my job. Man, I, that, thought, I thought you were going to say, I just remember last night intervening on Jeff's gambling problem. I meant a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> that does make sense that Shuddy Boy just has dreams about getting praised. <clears throat> you know, I had a dream last night that the whole family called me down into the, the living room and told me what a great He-Man collection I have. How like dope my beard Ralphie. is. Christmas story. Yeah. You just broke the elementary school teacher's brain with your fucking theme essay about what you wanted for Christmas. <laughs> Looking like fucking Rudy at the end of the, the end of the movie, they're carrying you out on their shoulders. <laughs> hey, speaking of, of Christmas movies, I did, 
I did watch a new one. Well, I was I was in San Diego for Thanksgiving, and I had my my iPad with me, and I was just looking for something to watch, and I saw HBO had this new thing pop up called Eight Bit Christmas. Has that made it to your guys' radar at all? I saw it, but I did not do anything. Same, but I'm interested. I'll tell you what, man it it was shockingly good. I mean, not. It wasn't, you know, a five dicker or anything, but I was shocked that it was good. Because it didn't have a ton of big name people in it. Like, the Neil Patrick Harris is the narrator. And it, the whole story is basically him telling his daughter the story about how he got his Nintendo in the 80s. And then it flashes back, and it's and his dad is Steve Zahn. And I think them and, like, a cameo from David Cross are the biggest actors in it. But it was it was kind of cool. It was kind of like if you crossed um, uh, a Christmas story with The Wizard, with Fred Savage. Okay. I don't know. I thought it was, I thought it was entertaining. I liked, uh, I liked the the shout outs in it. It started out kind of slow. Like when it first started playing, the first ten or fifteen minutes, I was like, oh geez, this is gonna be a fucking chore to get through. But it just progressively got better and better the more it went on. And it had, it, it definitely had some, you know, uh, nostalgia stuff that was fairly heavy handed, but it was, it didn't feel insulting. It was, it was, it was welcomed. But it was, it was kind of tap dancing on the line of like, all right, you're, you're pushing it a little bit 8 bit Christmas. But as somebody who was a kid in the 80s, and love Nintendo. It's it's fun. I think it's going to be worked into my my Christmas watching routine from here on out. To be fair, I think Christmas movies are like the best genre for being like overly nostalgic or corny, right? Those are the only movies that can kind of pull it off and like it not completely hurt the overall product. Or am I just talking shit? No, I mean I think you go into it. You know that's usually baked into those those movies. You know, right? So that's why that's why I love so much about Bad Santa. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about I, I thought about it this this morning, but we're gonna have to do a Christmas movie bracket. I'm mm. very interested on how each of us would vote and who we would or which movie would reign supreme. I mean, I know which one's my favorite, but for the sake of conversation i'm i'm totally on board with the bracket i feel like you guys should take 90 minutes and watch this just just i just i'm I'm just kind of curious to see i know i saw our our homie dom watched it on letterbox d and gave it like four and a half dicks well so dom loved it (laughs) who knows what we could take from that <laughs> he, All right. He also cool. gave the that Matrix. Does not clear anything up. He so. gave he gave the Matrix and Fight Club one dick each. Uh, what did he give Armageddon? Do we have that on Letterboxd? I think he liked it. I remember you were you were prepared to go to war over potential blasphemy. I always am. I'm always <laughs> on edge whenever Armageddon gets brought up and. Where the fuck is Letterboxd? Somehow I'm usually the one that, or not somehow, I'm the one that usually brings it up. So it's almost like I'm looking for fights 
over Armageddon. He gave, he gave it four dicks. Beautiful. I yeah. can live with that. It's a dick short, but whatever. I'll take it. <laughs> but I feel like for our age group, I don't know how well this is going to do for anybody outside of our demo. Anybody that's too much older than us or too much younger than us, we're in the sweet spot for this movie. It still had like some solid gags and jokes and clever writing. But, I mean, as somebody who grew up in Jersey, like wintry Christmases in the Burbs hits home and it was the, the the when they're talking about it at dinner I think it was the mom the character of the mom calls it Nintendo and when I was a little kid that's what I thought it was called I thought it was that's called exactly what I thought it was called as well yeah I thought it was Nintendo and then my aunt who's like nine years older than me she was like no it's Nintendo and I was like Pfft. This fucking idiot thinks it's called Nintendo. What a jerk off. It's Nintendo. But I I that's the first time I've ever seen that put in pop culture. Somebody else calling it Nintendo. They definitely have the, the power glove. Too. They bust out the power glove, which God, one of the biggest disappointments of my life. Just in so? in idea, like in concept perhaps the coolest fucking thing that could have ever existed in my childhood. And then they, they even, that movie The Wizard with Fred Savage, who, for people that aren't familiar with it or have never seen it, it's basically just yeah. a piece of Nintendo propaganda. It sure basically, is. It's a commercial for the Power Glove. Yeah, and Super Mario Brothers 3. It's just, it's a propaganda film. As a child... I did not pick up on that. I was just like, oh, Fred Savage and his brother and this cute girl are off on a fucking mission to play in video game tournaments. And this scumbag kid who's like the the rival, he's like the jerk off who's also really good at video games and he's Fred Savage's little brother's biggest threat. He pulls out this box that's like, uh, like the case for a fucking sniper rifle. And he opens it up and there lies the power glove. You fucking slip your hand into this son of a bitch, and it has buttons. There's a whole keypad on the forearm. There's uh, like an infrared box on top of it. And in theory, you can aim it at the screen and drive and mimic with your gloved hand like you're, you're using a steering wheel and play racing games that way. Or punch when you're playing Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Like it, it was supposed to be... And I mean, in the fucking 80s, that's revolutionary. Of course, now, the Wii is now officially over 15 years old. Holy shit. I know, right? It's insane. Dude, but... I, I've played Wii seriously once in 15 years. Wow. Your once. life is so like, joyless. This, this is fucking whack. Like, I hate this. Who hurt you? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, know it was, I knew it was a hot take, but we got there and I had to give it. I've played, I'd seriously, I've played... I know some people are like, what the fuck? That's weird. Because I would say even most people have accidentally played Wii a few times over that 15 years. And I've played once. And it was just to confirm that I didn't like it. Dude, you know I this- I brought, when the Wii came out, I brought it to my grandparents' house for Christmas. And, you know, 15 years ago, my grandpa was, he was in his 70s. So he, he had stopped playing tennis and shit. And I was like, hey. I got a I got a video game you might actually like, and I put in Wii Sports, and he and I played Wii Tennis, and the look on his face 
was it was crazy seeing a man in his seventies just be delighted by a video game. I was like, this is this is fucking sick. Playing virtual well, tennis with my grandpa. I'm more of a Grinch than your grandpa. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. But I don't know, like the back to the movie, it's it's basically like I said, it's like a cross between Christmas story and the wizard, and it's just him getting this close to getting a Nintendo, and then it's ripped away from his clutches, and then he gets this close again, and it's fucking pulled away again. There's, It ends with uh, some dad stuff that kind of hit me right in the feels. And I don't know. I, it started out, I was like, Jesus Christ, this might be like a two-and-a-half dicker. And by the end, it worked itself up to a 3.75. And if it had... The consistency from the beginning that it did towards the end, I feel like it could have been a 4 or a 4.25, but I don't know, man. If you got HBO Max and you got a free 90 minutes, I give it I give it the, the stamp of approval. Solid I mean, flick. I'm much more into Christmas movies than I am. Um, than movie I am, season uh, movies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Halloween movies. So is Bad Santa your favorite Christmas movie? <laughs> I think we talk about this. We're both on the same page, right? You're, you're a Christmas vacation guy. Yeah. It's tough. They're just two different like tempos or, you know, vibes, but I th- think I'd go with bad Santa. It's just still like, there's times where I almost cry laughing at that movie still. Like it still does it to me. Like John, I, for whatever reason, like John Ritter, I think, is my favorite in the movie. <laughs> like he's so fucking good. And like his just like him being put off by the fucking terribleness of Billy Bob Thornton and never really being able to nail him on it. But just the way he approaches the subject and, and the issue is just I don't know. I just love I love that movie, but it's tough. I mean, that's why it's like I really want to do the bracket because like Shuddy, or you could we could be like a tiebreaker for these these close movies and try to pick between one of the you know, one of the two of whatever um, as a team. Yeah, and then you know it's fun for the Puminati to play at home. I mean, I could listen to either like I could listen to Home Alone being the best Christmas movie. I fucking love Home Alone, love it. You know what I mean? I I haven't I seen you... watched Home Alone in years. Wow, seriously? That's I watched it. I watched it last year. I think. I watch well, it every year. I think it still holds I think, up. I think it's still good. I watched the the Netflix show, the movies that made us about it. That was very entertaining. I mean, you got to throw we, a Christmas story in there too, and this is. I mean, it's which it, it's the I'm most. I'm not going to spoil too much since he doesn't listen to the show. But I bought my dad a Red Rider BB gun for Christmas because nice. Uh, Christmas Story is his favorite Christmas movie. You got to get him get him a leg lamp too. Get the set. Do you have Christmas movies that you watch every year, Shuddy? Christmas Vacation. Okay, so you would also say that's probably the best one ever, right? My favorite. Okay. For sure. But you and can be swung. If we're not talking about Die Hard, if we're not including Die- that. We might have to just See, to, just to spice up the conversation. I mean, it at this point in time, it's one of the most played out discussions I think in the world of cinema. I 
think I still consider Die Hard a Christmas movie, but if we're going to do a true bracket, I don't think it should be included. I'll consider that when I'm making the bracket. Because I think I think having it in there like uh livens up the conversation a little bit. It does, Although, but like how do you said, how do you say a movie like a, is is like how, how what movies beat Die Hard? Like not like just our, Christmas movies, but just movies in general. It's one of the best movies of all time. I like I like Christmas Vacation better than Die Hard, actually. I do. And I like I think I like Bad Santa. I would yeah. Huh. If I were to all take right. it away from You just broke Kevin's brain. A little if bit, I, yeah. I mean, to be fair, all three of them are five dickers. You know, they kind of max out. But if I had to, like, pick, like, a survivor or, like, you know, if I had to get rid of one of the three, I think I would get rid of Die Hard. Wow. I know. Man. I just can't imagine Christmas vacation or Christmas without Christmas vacation. Like, I can't. You know what I mean? Like... Die Hard's awesome. It is. I don't even think it's. I don't really think Die Hard's the best Die Hard. Like I think Die Hard Three is better with uh, Samuel Jackson. I don't know if that's a hot take. I don't think it is, right? The, I, I could see people considering that a hot take, but I don't. I think Die Hard Three is fucking awesome. I don't yeah, know. You can at least listen to one being better or Die Hard Three being better than Die Hard One. You might not agree, but yeah. Yeah, right. So, I can, I can, I can, I can handle that that discussion. So, like, yeah, I mean, however, I don't know. I got to think more about the list and what goes on it. I mean, another one that I and that is, um, you see on like the smart uh, TV apps or whatever, like landing screen is Elf. I think everyone is like Elf is being promoted all throughout my Amazon Fire Stick and. My Google Chromecast and all that. I think a lot of the streaming services have yeah, Elf, excuse me. And that's another movie that's just like fucking spectacular. Like, I watched know, it the other night. If you're going for a Christmas vibe, like, how does Elf not nail it? How does Will Ferrell not just kill that role? Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, what it's else good, do but I, there? I, I still give it a four dicker. I don't think Elf is a five dicker. Interesting. You know what movie I think is underrated? A Christmas movie. That would be an interesting matchup if they were to meet in the brackets. Would be how do you feel about Jack Frost? You know I'm a Michael Keaton stand. <laughs> oh my god. I you don't I feel like I've seen it once and thought it was stupid. I've never had any desire to see that fucking dumbass movie. How dare you? Michael Keaton is the star. How could you say that about a Michael Keaton fucking movie? Why, and why were you just so harsh about that, Shuddy? Why? Because I have, since the day I saw the trailer for it, I thought that was a dumb movie and never had any interest. That came out, I feel like Kevin and I were too old when that came out. Came out in 98. Yeah, so Kevin and I were 17. It has okay. Henry, Henry Rollins is in it. I'm on the Letterboxd page for it right now. Henry Rollins, good American. We can all agree there, right? Yeah. All right. Michael it, Keaton, great American. You know what we band there. Henry Rollins was in, Jeff? The Henry Rollins band. Well, okay. Let's. I meant... Yes! Yes! I meant the... Uh, I have two guesses, and they're both probably going to piss off a whole bunch of the Puminati. 
but I'm just going to fire him out anyways because that's what I'm here for. I'm going to go one, Danzig, or two, Rancid. Either one. Am I right about either one? No. I know I he's mean, not in the Misfits. I know that. Black Flag. Ah, I knew that once upon a time. God damn it. All right. Stevie B is the only one that's that I follow that's watched this film and admitted to it on Letterboxd. Same. What did he give it? He didn't. It has <laughs> an average score, though, of 2.2. You fucking pussy. Get off the fence, Stevie B, if you're listening. Score Jack Frost publicly, you son of a bitch, and post it to your social media. See, I think I've seen this, but I, I don't have a strong enough memory, so I always play it on the safe side and don't mark it as watched. Jack Frost you're talking about. Yeah, I'm 85% sure I've seen it, but I only mark it if I'm 100% sure. So the age difference is a good point cuz like I remember seeing this movie for the first time. I never even saw a trailer or was interested in it, but I saw it on the bus ride to a on a, on a field trip. Like they had on a they put on uh Jack Frost. I think we were going to New York City for something. I don't know. So it was like a two and a half hour, three hour ride. And they put on Jack Frost and we were like, I don't know, 12 or 13 at the time, whatever it just came out on VHS. So I thought it was good at the time. And I watch it pretty much yearly and I still like it. Well, here's, here's a funny little tidbit on Jack Frost. So letterbox D when you go to a movie's page, it'll usually give the movie's tagline and then a quick little blurb about what it's about. And man, is if this isn't ever one of the biggest turns ever. So the the tagline is Jack Frost is getting a second chance to be the world's coolest dad if he doesn't melt first. There is a literal physical challenge with Jack Frost um, recovering as a father. And, well, and- oh, that's the tagline. And then get ready for the... This is the description. A father who can't keep his promises dies in a car accident. One year later, he returns as a snowman who has the final chance to put things right with his son before he is gone forever. You guys see the spider? (laughs) Yeah, I see it. Oh, yeah. Eat him. It's hanging about... It was hanging about... 12 feet from the ceiling. It's fucking ghost. There it is. There's the fucking ghost. Yep. Dangling spider. No, that was definitely a spider hanging from the ceiling. I'm just was stating that the ceiling is very high. Spooky season is still alive in the shuddy household. We got ghosts and spiders. Isn't high ceilings a symbol of affluence? Is that a humble I mean, bra- is that a brag? It's not a, I mean, I didn't add the addition on to the house. It wasn't intended to be that. Because my ceiling's right here. I'm touching it. I'm touching my ceiling. (laughs) By the way, Jeff, I got bigger spiders than you, so suck my dick. (laughs) Yeah, I have four cars at this fucking (laughs) big-ass house with the ceilings all the way up here. Shuddy, what did you watch? I know you you told us in the Easter egg you you watched a few things. Yes. Uh, I watched the first two episodes of Cowboy Bebop. Okay. Really enjoying it. Live action? Yes, the live action. Nice. Uh, it's very good. Um, we watched 
the first two episodes of Hawkeye. Oh, I watched those. Which was also very enjoyable. Yeah, it's like, all right, well, I'm, I'll, I'll hang around and see where this goes. Yeah, <laughs> nothing Renner, to dissuade me uh, from isn't it. Jeremy Renner, fifty. <sighs> we were just talking about that. I think he's fifty years old. Word, probably. I mean, that threw me off. He looks like he's getting up there. Yeah, it looks like he's had some work done. You guys, no one checked out the other mo- shit that he's in, right? A mayor of Kingstown. After no. your ringing endorsement, no, I didn't. I didn't check it out. Um, and then we watched the first few episodes of Hit Monkey on Hulu. Okay, yeah, I, I'm familiar with Hit Monkey, but don't really have any desire to check it out. It's enjoyable. It's a weird animation style. Jason Sudeikis is really good in it, as always. Uh, I watched Tiger King 2 again in its entirety because again? the kids want the kids wanted to watch it this weekend, so we just got really baked on Saturday night and watched it start to finish. Holy shit. Um, and then we started Hellbound. Okay, so I made it halfway through the first episode. I put it on at night when I was in bed and all stoned, and I started nodding off, so I paused it. But I liked what I saw. Is it worth sticking with? Yes. We watched the first two episodes and only stopped because Sharon was starting to get dozy and didn't want to miss anything. Uh, It's also very violent. The Koreans do despair and violence very well. Yeah, I mean, it's it's basically, I think what I've gathered is an angel will show up to somebody and tell them when they're going to die and go to hell. And then when that time comes, these big giant CGI gorillas come out and beat the ever-living fucking snot out of them. And then they all put their hands together and do like an Iron Man repulsor blast and fry them to a fucking crisp. And that that first guy that gets it in the first episode, Jesus Christ, they fuck that guy up. Yeah, they are not. This is, they give zero fucks about being subtle. How does not everybody know about this already? How is that? Why is this a new thing? Like, that's becoming. They they beat this motherfucker against a bus and smash him into cars and stuff, and then they're like holding him up and clawing and ripping at his stomach, and one of the giant CGI gorillas bites the back of his skull off, and and then the guy's yeah, still alive when they roast him. I was like, in, Jesus! In soul, in soul, in traffic, in soul, like people everywhere. It, uh, no, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I know that Ginger recommended it, and. It's worth a watch for sure, I think. Well, I believe it's made by the, the, the guy that did Train to Busan, which I'll suck that movie's dick any time I have an opportunity to. As <laughs> evidenced by the KY jelly in front of you. Yeah, I like, I like my dicks nice and greasy before I suck them. Man, I'm, oh, so, wow. I'm, I'm so glad you guys don't have the ability to pull buttons. <laughs> yeah, you greasy strangler. Really fucked up on that one. Well, if only there was somebody it. in the Puminati world who could do that. No, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure they have better things to do. Nah. I don't think so. I'm not going to argue with you on that point, but I think they'll find time. Oh, well, it's the holidays. You know, everybody's running around, getting shit done. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure they'll stop what they're doing once they hear that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which, there is a 
I don't want I don't want to spoil too much because Dom and I are gonna record a new Masters of the Puniverse because Revelation Part Two dropped. But there is a scene in the first episode of Part Two where the character Fisto looks at Skeletor and says, I'd really like to fist him. Fuck yeah. Can't wow. can't have a, a Kevin Smith property without a fisting joke. <laughs> Even if it's for children. <laughs> yeah, I saw that making the rounds on Twitter. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, yeah. awesome. It, it's not like I just like it made me stop and paying attention to what was going on while what was said registered. It was like all I heard was <laughs> I'd like to fist him. Did you I mean, rewind it? Play it back? Possibly. It's a huge moment. I'm uh Masters of the Puniverse history. Did he ever say shit like that in the in the OG He Man cartoon? Not that I can recall. Like prepare to be fisted or you're going to feel my you. fist. I'm gonna rear you. <laughs> not that I can not any that come to mind. Yeah. Well, that'll be fun. I know uh I know that's are people still pissed about that? Like people hated the fucking first half. I mean, I know you and Dom liked it, but people on the internet seem to be just trying to find any reason to hate it. I guess the lack of He-Man. There are much fewer people upset about it this go round. Because He-Man's back in now, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I wasn't... They're fucking with He-Man again. I wasn't offended by the first half of the season that came out earlier, but... I don't know. I guess... It is a ballsy move. I will say that. Like, if I made a Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon and Sonic the Hedgehog wasn't in it, I think you can expect people to be bummed out. Because even if you do pull it off, all people care about is, you know, the headline. Wait. What? No, He-Man. Ooh! Kevin Smith, I'd like to fist you. <laughs> for real. He needs to get more fisting threats for canceling or cutting He-Man out of his own goddamn show. I know we're a pro Kevin Smith podcast, but very pro Kevin Smith. And the show was called masters of the universe. He man was nowhere in the title. Shuddy boys got your fucking number. Come at him. I dare you. I just got shuddy. Play the button. <laughs> oh shit. All right. Well, Hey, what's fair is fair. You've just been shuddied. Suck a dick. Maybe Which, life isn't fair, but MSPH will always be fair. Uh, Method Man killed it as Clamp Champ. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> I saw he's Clamp Champ. Fucking Method Man. Let me look up Clamp Champ. What a great human. It's the one that Kevin, that cost as much for Kevin to ship it to me as the figure itself cost. Yeah, I bought Shuddy Boy a $25 toy and then paid $25 to ship it to him. Oops. Well, Looks like a cool toy. Is this the only black uh, Masters of the Universe character? Yes. Well, jury's out on Skeletor. He is just a skeleton. No idea what color his skin is. <laughs> Could be Asian. Who knows? Blue. Uh, blue. Oh, so he's like me. Yeah, Skeletor's skin is blue. Okay. Because he's, like he's a... Jack Manhattan type of... Well, initially, he's, uh, he's a race of, of creature called a gar. That's blue. Man, Shuddy Pete. You don't want to get bogged down an origin story here, right? Yeah, let's we don't 
we don't need to go too too far into that. Well, How was your Thanksgiving, guys? Well, I do have one more thing. I did make it to the oh. theatra. Oh, you went to the theatra. I did. I saw Ghostbusters Afterlife. You hated it, didn't you? I didn't. It wasn't bad. I I initially, you know, I'll I'll I try to be a little bit more okay. I will give you a shot rather than initially shit on things before I see them. But the trailer, while it looked good and looked interesting, I I. I don't know. One of the things that I love about Ghostbusters movies is New York. I love, I love the setting of New York. I like seeing New York in the '80s. I know it's you know, a sequel, damn near forty years later. But the just Ghostbusters on a farm, Ghostbusters in a small rural town. I was like, ah, all right, I'll give it a shot. But you motherfuckers have an uphill battle with this. And you know what? I was pleasantly surprised. It was decent. It had. It wasn't as annoying as I thought it would be. You know, the kid from Stranger Things is really good. Finn Wolfhard. Uh, the girl that plays Egon's granddaughter was really good. I mean, they they nailed that casting. They give her that kind of curl like Egon has in the real Ghostbusters cartoon. And she's a fucking dork. Which was, you know, very fitting. But it was I don't know it was it it had it, the 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 back end of it is so fan service loaded but it was it was good. There's definitely the, the ending was very very conveniently wrapped up out of nowhere and it seemed a little easy but it didn't stop the fact that I I had a a really good time watching it. They had a lot of the of, of old retro like the original music and sound effects for stuff. Uh, I don't know, man. It wasn't it wasn't as bad as I was expecting. I walked out of there like, okay, you know what, Jason Reitman, good for you. It's a, it's a fucking weird dynamic to make a sequel to your dad's biggest movie, you know, thirty something years after it comes out. But I I like Jason Reitman movies. I thought Up in the Air is a sick fucking movie. I've seen that like five times. I love it. I, uh, thank you for smoking. Kicks ass. That seems oh, like a movie Juno. you would like. Oh, Juno's good. I like Juno. Yeah, I feel out like of you're. That age, huh? I feel like you're a, a a a thank you for smoking guy though, Jeff. That seems like your kind of movie. <clears throat> With our homie Nick Naylor. Right? Isn't that <laughs> isn't that Aaron Eckhart's? I think character? it is. I've only seen that movie once. It is good though. Yeah, I've seen it like two or three times, but it kicks ass. So those movies came out, Juno. Thank you for smoking. What's the other one that he's up in the air? Yeah. That all came out at like my peak movie snob. So I saw up in the air and Juno in the theaters and I was like really into Jason Reitman or I thought he was going to be like an awesome director at that time. I don't I haven't followed his career since, but up in the air is nearly a five dicker. And I love Juno when it came out. I know I haven't seen it. And how long ago was that? It feels it has to be like 15 years at this point. Right. I used to make Juno's older than we. <laughs> it might be. I used to make references to Up in the Air at the ArcLight all the time, because I I forget who I was with, but I put a picture up in front of one of their cutouts, and they're like, "Hey, tag ArcLight in, and you could you're entered into sweepstakes." So I did, and I fucking won, and they gave me like five thousand ArcLight points, which you can trade in and get you know free snacks, free movie tickets. 
So every time I would buy something at the concession stand, they would swipe my card and my point total would come up on the screen. They would always be like, whoa. And then somebody, like every time they did that one person, because at the Arclight, the people that work there on their name tags, it all they can list their favorite movie underneath it. And this motherfucker had up in the air on his name tag. And I was like, whoa. yeah, I'm saving up my miles like Clooney. And he was just like, mm, respect. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Also, Anna Kendrick is in that movie, right? Yeah. She's on top of my uh, movie actress power rankings. I think she, I think she's one of the best in the biz. Yeah, she's she kicks ass. Behind Jennifer Lawrence. I think Jennifer Lawrence is the best actress in the world right now. Like Interesting. Yeah. I go with Tony Collette. Tony Collette's awesome. I know you've hated Kate Blanchett and have came around on that in recent years, but I've always thought she's an awesome actress yeah I'm, I'm glad to bury the hatchet with kate you know her and i have yeah. been at each other's throats for decades now and it's it's nice to put that <laughs> that behind us seriously and what a huge <laughs> moment that was for msph history once you buried that hatchet <laughs> she but she does play a nice role in one of my favorite movies ever uh the aviator and i think she's oh, yeah. solid in, every, in most movies but yeah anna kendrick I think that was like the first movie of hers that I watched up in the air that really, she really stood out 50, 50. She just fucking killed it. Yeah. By far the best in that movie. I thought, what's that movie that she came out with like two years ago where she plays a vlogger, uh, like a house mom vlogger and her friend gets killed. Oh, Oh, that's the one with, uh, uh, Blake lively, right? Yeah. Oh, fuck. What was that called? Cause I like that too. That's a Paul Feig movie. And it was a good movie. Yeah, I liked it. I haven't seen it since. A simple, a simple it plan? Aunt. No, that can't be it. Yeah, what is it? That, that sounds right. Hold on, I'll pull it up right now. Anna well, while you're looking that up, I will say anybody who goes to see Ghostbusters Afterlife, two post-credit scenes, both worth sticking around for, and just like 8-Bit Christmas, 3.75 dicks. Worth a watch. You were close. A simple favor. Oh, simple favor good movie yeah blake blake lively such a fucking minx anna kendrick's hot too but awesome actress i heard my brothers there's a few movie review sources they trust one of them i think is joe blow do you guys fuck with joe blow movie movie reviews or do you not care not familiar joeblow.com you guys aren't familiar with JoeBlow.com? I thought this no. would be in your guys' wheelhouse. Interesting. Well, check it out maybe. Maybe it would be your type of website. But they they seem to like be on the same page with their movie reviews. And I think it was Joe Blow who said it got really like Ghostbusters got really weak towards the end. I didn't know if that if you felt the same. Did well, like, I don't know. Some of the people the that I've I've talked to that watched it appreciated the the heavy handed fan fan uh, service towards the end. I did so as that's well, what it was, yeah. but I could see, I could see people rolling their eyes at it and being like, "Oh," but I don't know. I I enjoyed it. Ghostbusters has been, you know, a five dicker to me since I was a little kid. I was just at the cutoff age to go see Ghostbusters two in the theater, and I don't know. It's it's definitely better than the the Melissa McCarthy one. I know that's not saying much. I forgot that one existed. Do they even <laughs> reference that like in the movie or does nope. that one not exist? And you know what's oh. funny? 
On Letterboxd, if you're looking at the page of a movie and you scroll all the way to the bottom past the cast, it'll say related movies. And Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2, and Ghostbusters Afterlife are all linked. That one is just completely forgotten about. It's not even brought up. That's so mean. So is that like Jason Reitman, Reitman excuse me, and or the studio being like, nah, they butchered my dad's shit. Fuck these guys. Because that's how I read it, right? Like... We want nothing to do with these assholes. Fuck that. I don't. It might just be one of those things where, like, uh, you know, when they they started making the new Halloween movies, they're like, okay, Halloween one and two count, but everything else is retro canceled. That is no longer canon. Interesting reference because that was brought up in the conversation me and my brothers were having about Ghostbusters, about how sometimes movies that are either recreations or, or adding to like an already established franchise get too heavy handed with the uh, references and all that stuff. And yeah. they were just saying how like Rob Zombie's Halloween was like an original cut. Say what you will about it, but he made a, he took a stab at it. And if you are a long time listener to this podcast, you know, I think Rob Zombie's a huge bitch. So by all means, share that, <laughs> share this YouTube video and uh, tag him in it. I don't think that even works. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Nope. Skip that part. Bottom line, Rob Zombie's a bitch. Rob Zombie, also a mammal. Shuddy boy, did you yes, have sir. an eventful Thanksgiving? I knew that. It wasn't eventful. It was relatively low-key. Uh, I did fry a turkey. Whoa. Was this your first ever fried turkey? Uh, well, have you, have you eaten fried turkey before? Yeah, uh, but... Before you get too, too impressed, Jeff, I, um, we went to Lowe's one night. I just went to the deli and got sliced turkey and fried that. No, to get stuff for the bathroom that I'm still working on. And, um, we passed a turkey fryer and I tried to convince Sharon that we should fry a turkey and Sharon's main point was safety concerns, which they're valid. They're yeah, valid. Those, those videos that make the rounds every Thanksgiving are fucking terrifying. And uh, so, I, you know, we stood there. I tried to convince her. I could tell it wasn't going anywhere, so I didn't push real hard. And then I turned around, and there was the T1000. <laughs> The Charbroil Big Easy. Just set it and forget it. <laughs> the, Ron, the Ronco fucking deep, deep turkey fryer. I got it. <laughs> Which is an air fryer. What? <laughs> and it's big enough for a 16 turkey. And you put it in you put the turkey in the basket, you put the basket in and you turn it on and it uses propane and cooks it like an air, like it fries, air fries it. Got all emotional from that bag, huh, Shuddy? Yeah, that yeah. bait bag punched back. I love <laughs> yeah, it. sure did. <laughs> <laughs> now you thought you were taking the hit. And, uh... <laughs> turns out you were. Did some Creole butter injection for it. Whoa, that sounds like a sex move. Wow, you got this turkey high on Creole butter? Love it. And uh, my father's... Well, so 
that let's not skip ahead to that. Had it been a regular turkey fryer, I would have been one of those videos no circulating way. on the internet. Because you, you put it in frozen, didn't you? No, no. I thought it, but the insides were still a little frozen, so I ran some warm water in it. Ooh, that's also a bad idea. Like two hours before cooking it. Like I did this way in advance, and then... Sharon's like, make sure you dry it. And I dried the outside, but never dried the inside. So, Oh, the inside the as, fisting hole? So as soon as I turned the turkey upside down to put it in the, the basket for the air fryer, just like a, a deluge of water poured out of the inside of it. Whereas had I been putting it in. Oh, somebody get a cup. Don't waste that. Hot oil, I there would have been an explosion at my house for Thanksgiving. Good Lord, Shuddy. But no explosion, and my father said it's better than any turkey he ever cooked. Jeff, have you ever had turkey? You've had it before? Fried turkey? Yeah. My father used to do fried turkey the last like three or four Thanksgivings before I moved, uh, went to college. And we had a sick, I had a sick high school graduation party at Saratoga um, State Park. And we got like a pavilion and they had a whole bunch of like grills. And um, I had a, like a big party. And my father like deep, deep fried three turkeys for it. Whoa. Yeah. Deep fried turkey. And my father did it so fucking well. It is bomb. It is bomb. You, It's hard to go back like once you've had it. And if you can like, you know, like the first, the first year we did it, there was it was fucking tense, right? It was tense. Like, you know, it was the, the news had been out about, about deep frying turkeys leading to people's family or people's homes burning down. Right. Yeah. So it was just like, I had to lower it in the fucking grease over like a 10 minute process. Like I'd have to like hold it. You, you did know, it. And, yeah. Me and my father. Yeah. But like, you know, he'd be like, all right, hold this. I'm going to go upstairs and grab something. Oh no. Don't drop it. Just hold it there. And it's like, so I was like sous chef the whole process, uh, or the whole, you know, deep frying process. First year was stressful and it got easier, but my father was like, as a G with that shit and, and nailed it every time. Deep fried turkey's fucking amazing. It really is. So honestly, it's one of my favorite. If you can do it, it's one of my favorite meals. I don't trust myself to do it and I'm not going to go buy a fucking a deep fryer, but. It, if you can get it done, it's worth it. it. It is so delicious, honestly. Listen, it the the air fryer, turkey fryer was thirty dollars more than an oil fryer, and it costs forty dollars to get the amount of oil you need yeah. for the fryer. So, oh shit, yeah. So my wow. father, you know, it was when we were working at Applebee's, he would just straight like order extra peanut oil and take it right? <laughs> <laughs> you know so it was all good but yeah i mean between the oil and just like the danger involved if i didn't even know there was an air frying option obviously it makes sense so that was probably amazing and a lot more convenient but deep fried turkey it's fucking fucking epic how how was your uh turkey day spread kevin you were in san diego right yeah and my aunt man she makes a fucking mean thanksgiving dinner so that was bomb and it also happened to be this limited edition Comic-Con weekend. And um, my my cousin's boyfriend, who is, hand to God, 
named Thor, birth name Thor, and looks like Thor. He was nice. there. And Did you they, do something about that booger? I can't, man. It, it distracts the shit out of me. Like, I, there it's gone, but like, I don't know. I'm going to just get one of those Groucho fake mustaches to wear for the YouTube. Because <laughs> it distracts me, too. It's fucking pissing me off. But anyway, so he got me, him and my cousin both get professional badges. And when you are get professional badges, you're in the system, you get guest badges. So luckily they hooked me up because this year they were doing, it's, it's San Diego Comic-Con limited edition. It's three days instead of five. No big movie, stu- no movie studios whatsoever. And no comic book publishers showed up. So it was an insanely bare-bones Comic-Con. And from what I heard from people that have gone to them before it blew up into what it is today, they were like, yeah, this is kind of how it, it used to be. Um, I don't even think it's sold out because it's fucking Thanksgiving weekend. Who's flying to San Diego Thanksgiving weekend? Um, but There's no comic book pus- publishers at Comic-Con. No. Feels impossible. I think they were probably all just hedging their bets as, man, shit just keeps getting delayed. COVID's not fucking going away. These stupid variants keep popping up, and I, we don't want to make any commitments, devote a whole bunch of money just to have the rug pulled out from under our feet. So it was just like local vendors for the most part, and there was there there was some corporate presences there, like they had. Uh, you know, the, the Peacemaker show that James Gunn's made for HBO Max spun out of the Suicide Squad movie. That had a thing outside where you could go through a maze and they had a food truck giving out free food and little stages set up where you could take photos and shit. But that was about it. And the, the big costumes this year, I only went on Friday and I think Saturday is usually the big costume day, but not a lot of costumes, but the biggest ones were for this anime Demon Slayer that came out over the past year or two and skyrocketed in popularity. Tons and tons of costumes of that. And obviously Squid Game. For sure. Squid Game just makes sense. You get a fucking green jumpsuit, you put a number on it, and you're you're in Squid Game cosplay. And they did have the bad guys too with those like fencing masks that have circles, squares, or triangles. A bunch of them. And the biggest line I waited in was to show my fucking Vax card to get a little bracelet so you can go in and get your badge. <laughs> yeah, it was it was bizarre. It was weird seeing it that scaled down, but it was I'm glad I went. You know, obviously I didn't have to buy a ticket, so that made it even better. But just walking through, I got a few things. I got oh, I got something that um for Patreon subscribers. I don't know if this means anything to you guys. Are you familiar with the video game Night Trap? No. Is it a feature of a Kevin Nernhole? It's going to be. I specifically bought this for it. So (laughs) Night Trap came out on the Sega CD, which at this point is probably a forgotten console. But I remember my buddy had Sega CD, and we used to play this game Willy Beamish all the time. And when Night Trap came out, it it was billed as like this horror game. So it's actual filmed footage. It's not video game graphics. And they actually shot footage for the game. And, man, I'm about to make another super dated reference, but are you guys familiar at all with Dragon's Lair? Yes. 
So it was an arcade and early computer game where it was it was like an animated thing, and you're just watching this story play out, and then there are randomly prompts. So something will attack, and you have to like real quick hit a button, and if you get it in time, there it'll go one way, and you'll avoid danger, and the game goes on. Or if you're not in time, whatever danger is coming at you hits you, and then it's game over. Night Trap is kind of like the same shit. You're watching security camera feeds throughout this house where a slumber party's taking place, and these weird vampire monsters in what look like Missy Elliott garbage bag suits are sneaking around the house, and you have to cycle back and forth between security camera feeds to hit a button at the right time to spring traps when these vampire monsters are about to sneak up and kill an unsuspecting family member. So basically the whole point of the game and the whole way to beat the game is to play it and fucking die enough to where you have everything memorized to when you have to switch a camera to which room to hit a button to trap one of the vampires and save the family members. Um, and I, it probably doesn't hold up well. But the reason it has significance in the gaming world is this paired with Mortal Kombat is why video games have ratings like movies. So I feel like you talked about this game before. I think we all watched a video game documentary on Netflix or some shit that talked about it. And they had archival footage of politicians clutching their pearls. Oh, the children. There's pornography and brutal violence in this game. And there's no fucking nudity. And there's not a drop of blood. They're just a bunch of whiny pussies that needed uh, something to rattle their fucking score, sabers right? at. It might have been high score, yeah. So uh, there's this game company called Limited Run, and they make a lot of limited edition physical copies of games that are usually digital only or weird retro shit like this. So when I saw they had this for 30 bucks, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. I'll buy buy Night Trap for the Switch and uh, make a video playing it for for Patreon. Uh, But what else? Yeah, I mean, other than that, my my Thanksgiving was was pretty mellow. That the my cousin's boyfriend Thor is a is like a a big D and D enthusiast. He's like a professional dungeon master, and he's a board game enthusiast, which I think is dope because I very dearly miss the Puminati uh, game nights we used to have back in the day. And as do I, I I. Yeah, I, I bought fucking games before specifically for game night, and everybody, when they walk in the door, gets super stoned, and then when we try to learn a new game, it's just like, oh, this is too confusing. Let's, let's fucking play Clue. So he's one of these guys that can pick up an instruction manual for a, a new board game, read it cover to cover, digest everything, and then be like, okay, huddle around. Here's how you play the game. And we played this game called Climate Evolution, or Evolution Climate. And Which doesn't exist. We all know that, right? Oh, it exists. And as he's sitting there describing it to me, my aunt and uncle, and my cousin, I look over and I'm like, I think we're about to play Cones of Dunshire. It was... Oh, no. Cones of, Cones of Dunshire. It was so intricate and so confusing. But after we played a little bit of it and him sort of talking us through it, it turned out to be fucking dope. It was actually a really, really fun game. So yeah, I guess the highlight of my Thanksgiving outside of Comic-Con was playing board games with Thor. 
That's that's cool. That's noteworthy. And I saw our our friend um, Bonnie. Yeah, I was going to ask if you connected with uh, Bonnie and her sis Chelsea. I did. Yeah, first time I've seen seen him in years. So that was cool. Yeah, they're one of the crazy fucks that flew out to San Diego for Comic Con. Yeah, fuck Thanksgiving. Let's get some let's get some comics going. Wait, is is Bonnie still in California? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen her in years. Hope she's doing well. Next time you're in Long Beach, holler at me. I don't really leave this town. <laughs> <laughs> I came up to your place a couple couple months ago. Yeah. A rare in-studio appearance for Jeff Clark on MSPH. Guys, my Thanksgiving was pretty good. Actually, got to shout out Cheech here because he's taken a lot of shit over his goulash for the years, over the years. But our Thanksgiving was the best since I've been in California. It was fucking awesome. Good goulash? We got, um, no, no, we did your normal Thanksgiving, you cunt. We uh, we went to, to Olive's, just this local gourmet grocery store, and we got... Uh, we got their turkey. We got their stuffing, cranberry sauce, and I think one other thing. And my brother, uh, we had to roast the turkey or bacon, all that, right? But uh, my brother made sides of mac and cheese, sweet potatoes, and mashed potatoes. So, I mean, no, it wasn't overly difficult, but it was all goddamn delicious, and it was really well done. So, shout out to Cheech and, to a lesser extent, Bill for helping, but they both pretty much uh we're in the kitchen for most of the day and it was your standard thanksgiving for me bitch ass paul came down which is tradition annual tradition at this point we watch football we watch his stupid lions team get beat like they always do i sat my lazy boy and smoked stogies yeah i mean yeah pretty much sat on my couch smoked pot drink beer watch sports all day it's pretty sick i watched the uh post-covid south park special that was fucking cool did you watch that i did yeah Rhett ray and i watched it last night nice what'd you think it was solid it, it was i was i was expecting it to be a self-contained thing and now it seems like it's going to be at least have a part two it just oh, ends yeah, i'm wait. like wait what can't wait for victor chaos <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i dug awesome. it I think it's going to be good. Or I I thought that was good. I think the next episode, excuse me, exclusive event is going to be really good. Um, I didn't, I was nervous about them um, doing grown up Stan, Kyle Cartman and all that grown up kids, but they did it really well. I, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was fun. So I'm looking forward to seeing the second uh, South Park exclusive event. Yeah. Shout out to that. One year free trial of Paramount Plus. Yeah, T-Mobile subscribers holler. Uh, do are we are we sucking South Park dicks? I'll I'll suck th- three seven five. Yeah, that's actually, fair. I'll suck th- I'll suck three five just because I love South Park. It's one of my favorite things, really, in entertainment. So I got to hold it to a higher standard. It was good, but it wasn't like iconic. Good. Yeah. So we'll see, but. Yeah, other than that, I mean, that's pretty much the end of my Thanksgiving tale. Uh, the night before, Paul came over. We watched uh, basketball. We went out to this Korean and eight, uh, Japanese like fusion spot in Cerritos, which is actually really, really good. But that's oh, really it. Then we ate the each other's of- butts. Stop it. Come on. 
you like bitch ass Paul. You might want to, you you can make fun of me, but you're going to really make fun of Paul like that. I do like Paul so much. In fact, that I will not call him bitch ass Paul. He's uh, just Paul. Well, you just put his mouth in my asshole. So how much do you really like him? I don't know. I'm sure he'd prefer being called a bitch than you. <laughs> a Jeff Clark salad tosser. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. What would you be? What would you prefer? Mm, yeah, I'd rather be bitch ass Kevin. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, before we go, uh, we do have some breaking news to get to, but but first, voicemails! Yay! Let's bang out a couple of voicemails. See what our friends in the Puminati have to say to us. Ooh, it better be nice. Oh, fart sucking. Oh, okay. It's back. All right, all right, all right. Hold on. Holy shit. Fucking internet. Okay, please work. Please work. Damn it! Ha! Mad scientist party hour. What's up? Roku Stoner here and... You know, there's been a lot of politics in the news lately, and everybody's picking a side, and Tackle everybody's arts. crazy nowadays, and I just Tackle thought I, I needed to publicly come out and say, you know, I'm not an anti-masker. <laughs> I just think Ace Ventura was better. <laughs> Smoke weed for Nice. I get a dad oh, joke. Yep. It got, it got to me. I, I really wanted him to go in on the on the COVID pandemic and maybe the Omicron variant, but <laughs> I like what he did there. Yep, arts. Okay, always can can rely on arts for for a solid dad joke. Yeah, and if you need anywhere to get a fake vax card, just holler at arts. He's on social media. Hi, this is Justin from Colorado, long-time Ellis Show listener, first-time relatively new Puminati, just joined the Patreon. I'm listening to The Haunting of the Welcome Shut back. House. I just wanted to give you guys the heads up. It's not a good idea to fuck with Ouija boards. Bad things can happen. There are much better ways to try and contact the ghost as fucking with Shuddy and possibly get in contact. Also, I'd love to see it take a uh, rip from the volcano. Love the show. You know, have a good day. See, I told you not that I would. There was a reason not to use a Ouija board, dude. It's it's made by Parker Brothers. It's manufactured in the same factory that makes Evolution Climate, which we don't believe in, right? Nope. Fake news. <laughs> fake news. I mean, uh-huh. that's a joke that Tully made years ago on the Ella Show, and then became a meme and blew up like crazy, and. You know, in much of the the ways of the internet, he got zero credit. But he did have a joke back in the day, like uh, I forget what it was, but something along the lines of the the age recommended age on the Ouija board. Since it is a board game, it says like recommended ages six to ninety nine. It's like so you have to be, you know, twenty one to buy a beer, but six years old you can summon the devil. And that's because Shuddy Boy, it's a piece of plastic. You're not going to summon the devil. Shuddy's a ghost truther. 
obviously i'm not the only one who thinks that it is you know common knowledge well justin kind of left us hanging i'd like to know why he thinks it's not a good idea to fuck with ouija boards because when i was a little kid my grandma and i used a ouija board and she you know to 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 keep up the veneer she moved the little eye thing so i was like a ghost is here Ooh. Yeah, Justin, call back and uh, show your math on why you don't fuck with Ouija boards. I'm interested to hear more about that. If you yeah. have any crazy stories or situations that happen with a Ouija board, is are you saying they were invented by the same the same group or the same manufacturer that made Monopoly? Is that what you're saying? The Ouija I, board. It is like one of those major. I'm going to look it up right now. But yeah, it's it's a fucking it's a board game. Darn. The Hershey Company invented a Ouija board. They sell them. They sell them in Toys R Us when Toys R Us existed. That's I. I mean, I know that, but I thought that it was a Ouija board at least existed like in the 1800s or something. I thought it's, it was uh, like it's Hasbro. No shit. Yeah. Same difference. They're they're all part of uh, the big board game syndicate. Hasbro. Yeah. Parker Brothers. Whatever. That's okay. I actually thought that a Ouija board had uh, a history that predated, um, I guess, modern board game manufacturers. I guess I learned something every week here on the MSBH podcast and through voicemails. Yep. That's why we keep doing it. We're here to educate the masses. Damn right. This, this podcast is a thinly veiled educational show. Sugar-coated with farts. Here's another one. Hey, boys. This is Marcos, a.k.a. Das Moosen. Um, I was listening to the podcast on my drive to work, and you guys were talking about how you wanted to name, Kevin, you wanted to name your middle name for your child, uh, Danger. And I had a story with my kid, I wanted to name him with his middle name Optimus Prime, and that got shot down quick. But I always thought having a middle name Optimus Prime would be the coolest thing in the world. So, yeah, love the show. Uh, you guys keep it up. Jeff, you're awesome. Shuddy, you're awesome. Kevin, you're awesome. And hope to keep listening for a long time, guys. See ya. Nice. Shout out to you, Marcos. Good to hear you. Yeah. Good to hear your voice again. Shuddy boy, I imagine you're completely on board with Optimus Prime as a middle name. Yeah. I could get behind that for sure. I just feel like middle names, it's it's a wasted opportunity. Middle names, I feel like they used to mean something. Back in the day, I think they had more religious significance. Like your your Christian name or your, uh, 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 what do they call it? What's what's it when you, like confirm- confirmation? Name. Yeah, yeah, like confirmation name. But nowadays it's, it's just, Italians. it's like you know, we all agreed that his his name would be Rich, but our second choice was Glenn. So just throw that in there. Middle names are kind of worthless. They, I feel like going forward people should use them 
to do something cool or funny or shout out something they like. Like, Jeff, you could have a kid and it could be like, you know, they want uh, me. Lewis, Kanye West, Clark. He changed his name to Ye, so I would just name him, uh, yeah, Lou, <laughs> Lou Ye Clark. Or like Pat Slam Dunk Clark. Uh, it has to be a little more creative. Optimus Prime is definitely more creative than, you know, you're stupid. Or what about, uh, okay, Jim Gay Porn Clark. No, I don't want him to get bullied. What if I like named like a LeBron, like Jeff LeBron Clark, or well, David LeBron Clark? I don't know. I don't know what my kid's first name is, but I feel strong about LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, David Lee Roth Clark. <laughs> Dave, David Lee Roth is a great American. Damn it, I would love to name my kid off after. You know what? Maybe I'll just name my kid David Lee Roth Clark. Why don't you just change your name? I mean, that would be. <laughs> Think about what that would do for the the algorithm of the podcast. Like Mad Scientist P- Party Hour, hosted by Kevin Kraft, Shuddy Boy, and David Lee Roth. <laughs> Whoa, what the fuck's going on here? Hell yeah, that would be sweet, actually. Wait, there's a segment on this show where David Lee Roth eats edibles and rates them. I think it's pretty hard to get your name changed, right? Nah. It just costs money, I believe. Yeah, you fill out I some forms. You guys heard about my gambling dream, right? <laughs> what if we did a, a we crowdsource it? We'll start up a GoFundMe to get you the fifty bucks. You go go to City Hall, fill out the paperwork, and you're now David Lee Roth. I'd be like, what if Kevin and I buy it for you for Christmas? Ooh, a Christmas gift? I get to be David Lee Roth. It's for the gift Christmas? that keeps on giving. <laughs> for real, not just for Christmas. You get to be him forever. Like the Reddit is going to be. A buzz with, dude, there's this fucking podcast where they try and find out what it would take for David Lee Roth to suck a dick. <laughs> if only I could do a David Lee Roth impression. Did you guys hear David Lee Roth doesn't know what a mammal is? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, man, you hear David Lee Roth jerks himself off on this podcast before the start of it or as it starts? I <laughs> would be good. All right, let's do one more. Uh, nope. I see what the next one is, so we have to do two Uh-oh. more. We have to do two more. You have wait a second. One voicemail for you guys to prepare your buttholes. I was gonna say, can we save it until next week? But now that you just queued it up, go ahead. You got the well, KY jelly. Go ahead, insert away. Here's one where we probably don't get our assholes reamed out. Hey boys, Northern Ruski oh yeah. <laughs> here. Just listening to the most recent Patreon, and yeah, I really do love All Dressed, and ketchup was my favorite flavor as a kid. Okay, so for non-Patreon subscribers, we were talking about Canadian potato chips, and the big ones up north are All Dressed and ketchup. And anytime we do a show-related event and Canadians show up, we get a lot of people gifting us these flavors of chips because you can't get them in America. So I was like, do Canadians really like this or is it a troll job? And this guy right here, he loves, his, himself. loves his Canadian chips. Um, 
I actually discovered a new flavor. It's all dressed and they're scorching hot. I don't know what hot pepper seasoning they use on them, but they are fucking amazing. Oh. And, uh, oh, on your reviews, I haven't heard anybody mention, um, I know what you did last summer on Prime Video yet. You need to check that series out. And also, uh, The Shrink Next Door on Apple TV. Just watched the first four episodes yesterday. Can't wait for Friday, so I get another one. Huh. Anyway, boys, keep up uh, good work. I'll keep listening. Interesting. Do you know what The Shrink Next Door is? Have you heard of this? I know it's Will Ferrell and Paul Rudd, right? Okay, yes. that's all I know. But it's gotta That's be all good. I know as well. Probably got to be good, right? I mean, it's got a high ceiling. But then again, this guy did just recommend we watch the Prime original series, I Know What You Did Last Summer. I mean, I feel like we recommend way worse shit. Who knows? That could be good. Did you not like the, the, the movie? No, I liked them. I just feel like a millennial reboot series is... Uh, it's probably not going to speak to us. Yeah, I'm not. I have no interest in a I Know What You Did Last Summer TV show. Dom's girl is Sarah Michelle Gellar, right? He probably loved that movie, didn't he? He did. Yeah, I'm on the same page. I was a huge Jennifer Love Hewitt fan. Me too. Still kind of him. Yeah, fuck yeah. She's still smoking She's... hot. She's still got that big-ass forehead. Where is she nowadays? I feel like we talk about this like once a year. I think she just does, like, fucking Hallmark movies or some shit. But, you know, it's good to know that she's still alive, getting paid, and still a smoke show. So, shout out to her. Absolute fucking missile. Uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar does Tila's voice in the new He-Man show. There you go. And I'm also glad this guy uh, enjoys his Canadian chips. I'm glad our, our Canadian friends have something that they can call their own and that it kicks ass. So fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, thumbs up to you and your chips, my friend. Yeah, right, go Canada. And now, I guess it's time for us to take our lumps. Here we go. I mean, Here's Lawyer Guy. It goes well for me. <laughs> I had an erotic dream about one of you. I need to discuss it. Erotic Wherever we were, erotic. it was hot. Dripping humidity from every pore. I see Shady Boy cooking something in a cabana. I approach him. I say, Shady Boy, what? Are you fucking kidding me? Fucking kidding me. God, hey, hey, Steven, you kind of caught me in the middle of something here. Can I call you back in five? No, no. If I explain it, you'll you'll think I'm insane. All right. So listen, months ago, I found this (laughs) podcast, and it's the worst thing. I've ever heard. Like, I'd rather re-listen to my mother's dying gas than listen to this podcast. I so they have a voicemail. Talking, I, uh, I call them, and I leave them voicemails. I don't know why I do it. I guess... Oh, man, this lawyer guy is going to be so embarrassed when he listens to this episode and hears this. <laughs> oh, he doesn't listen. Never mind. I need to remind them that, that they time. suck. If I don't tell them, they might start to think they don't suck. I listened to two episodes of this thing. Two. What do they talk about? They talk about crappy movies they watch. They talk about food they ate. Like, they'll, they'll spend 20 minutes talking about <laughs> a burrito they ate five days ago. There might be an LGBT thing going on, but I don't know if it's intentional. <laughs> no, no, no. They're not incels. In, incels would be an improvement. I'm not sure these guys know sex is an option. You know, it's not for me. So, so there's three guys. One of them collects dolls. 
D-O-L-L-S, dolls, like the American Girl doll that your daughter likes, except this dude collects He-Man dolls, muscly, muscly dolls. The worst of them is this, I, I don't even want to speak his name. I don't even want to describe him because I think I might dislike him more than I dislike the Holocaust. Yeah, hatred. Now, the third guy, he might have a traumatic brain injury or something. and I think he's being held against his will. It's very unclear to me. He reminds me a little bit of Logan's brother. You know the one? Yeah. So, you know, it's all fun and games, life of the party, but then they find that dead stripper in his car and fun's over. I'm not going to tell you the name of this. I'm afraid that you'll listen to it, and then their metrics will go up, and it'll somehow perpetuate this horrible situation that we have in America with this stupid fucking podcast. What'd you call? Oh, yeah. No, I'll be, I'll be calling in five minutes, okay? All right. All right. Yep. Thank you. Bye-bye. Is this still fucking recording? God. Is this still recording? Fuck. <laughs> Solid. Wow. Uh, I know that was completely accident, but if it was purposeful, well done. He's stepping up his game again. Yeah. yeah. Well done, he lawyer finds guy. Just new ways to tell us that we're really bad at podcasting, and I appreciate that. Now, if that friend calls, Steve. Oh no! Imagine these those those two fucking tag teaming us every week. That'd be great. It sounds like our friend Mike possibly uh got us a new listener so i appreciate it yeah direct him to our youtube page we need more fucking viewers than that uh, all right so in closing msph wrestling is back this weekend i believe so dom sent us in a little recording uh of the the final announcements and the last bit of information everybody needs to enjoy msph wrestling this weekend. Here's my friend and yours, Dom. Hey, everyone. I just wanted to say thank you so much for supporting MSPH Wrestling since April of 2020, and it's been almost two years now at this point, and I never thought it would become what it has. I'm just so overwhelmed and humbled by oh, all your support, so thank you so much. <laughs> I wanted to personally make the final MSPH Wrestling announcement. This is coming from the desk of the commissioner himself. We have... A.K.A. Fuck Shuddy Boy. Yeah. The last three matches I want to announce. We have a traditional two versus two tag team match for the MSPH Tag Team Championships. We have Pooh Generation X, which is Shuddy Boy and the Great Poudini, versus the Roid Warriors, which is Ginger and Juice, and the Voice of God Mike, who are the current champions. Could Shuddy and Poudini dethrone the champs? We'll have to see. <laughs> and we have everyone's favorite match, the 30-man Royal Rumble match for the MSPH Money in the Bank briefcase. And here are the confirmed entrants. Thunderwolf, Big Sexy, Fonzo, Shawnee Killface, Psychological, Chief Brody, The Man Who Retired Spat, Woody, Diamond Dallas Dwit, Shrap Metal, Shrap the Marshmallow Man, a former World Heavyweight Champion and Hall of Fame inductee, Clowny Hair, the former two-time Canadian Champion, Low Man Chris, Dylan the Trucker, Head Injury Yoda Guy, 
Seek Donnelly, <laughs> and Alex Wilson. Nice. Plus, we got about 13 or 14 more entrants to put in there. And by popular demand, I heard you guys, I heard, I heard Jeff discuss it a couple episodes ago. It will be me versus a hot dog in a first blood match. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Oh, wow. Dom versus the hot dog that nearly killed him at an Eagles game. They should, we should so that, move the venue of that fight to the Lincoln Financial Stadium. Oh, I don't know shit. If that's at all possible. That's going to be exciting. Um, <laughs> so, MSPH Wrestling X will be streaming this Saturday, December 4th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash domv311. The full card will be posted to Patreon on Saturday morning. The matches will air in that order. The Zoom link will also be posted to Patreon on Saturday before the event. And I wanted to say good luck to everybody involved, and I'll see you for the Zoom party on Saturday. And when I say Zoom party, I don't mean that lightly. Everyone's partying super hard during these events, and I can confirm that Jeff was pretty wasted at the last one. Can't wait to see what happens at this one. If you're new to MSPH Wrestling, do yourself a favor and check it out. This will be the biggest and the most must-see MSPH wrestling event yet, with oh, over shit. 10 matches. Oh, shit! You don't want to miss it. Thanks again, everyone, for your support, and I'll see you on Saturday night. Peace! <laughs> I'm going to bring some Adderall Coke to this MSPH wrestling. I mean, have a it long would, event. wouldn't be the first time. Oh. There's been a, uh, a whole cornucopia of illegal substances flying around the... MSPH wrestling Zoom party. Yeah. Yeah, our Zoom parties are like euphoria parties. Did you guys watch that show? No. No. I watched one episode enough to know that I wouldn't like it. Season two's coming out. I do like that Zendaya, though. Yeah, let her sit on my face and be a favor to me, really. Let her sit on my face and poop. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> well... Uh, awesome announcement. I can't wait for MSPH wrestling. Yeah. Always a blast. Favorite, favorite times of the year. It's fucking going to be so much fun. I got wasted last time. Probably get wasted this time. Hopefully I can defend my, my title belt and even bring home some uh, more hardware, some more titles. But we'll yeah, this see. Time, I'm nervous. I've been training. Maybe you will um, full-blown puke this time and not almost puke. What? Because of alcohol? Yeah. No, I def no, I puked. I just did it off camera. Oh. Well, maybe this time you'll take the laptop with you. <laughs> yeah. Show you guys some bathroom footage of me uh, exercising the alcohol demons. Hey, if that doesn't entice you, I don't know what will. But uh, everybody, make sure you check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Hour. We do a bonus show there every week. And then the $10 tier has all of our individual shows, queef or no queef. Our Deal or No Deal show is returning. You got um, uh, Kevin's Nerd Hole, Snack Attack, What the Fuck Did I Just Watch, Masters of the Pooniverse, uh, Between Two Flushes, it goes on and on and on. Lots of stuff up there for you to check out. So patreon.com slash Hour. You can also be a part of voicemails. Yay! If you call 201-472-0139 and leave a message after the beep. But if you're shy... You can shoot your emails to madscientistpartyhour at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. 
at Jeffro Records. And at MSPH Podcast. And if you wouldn't mind chucking us a subscribe, our YouTube is youtube.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Shuddy Boy, are you out on the road? Are you touring at all? Nope, no, no dates at the Chuckle Hut or Laugh Factory or anything like that. Just staying stationary here in Q Town. There you go, yep. friends. The Q Town residency. <laughs> all right, friends. Uh, thank you for listening, but until next time. Something! Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 meow. Oof, oof. Oh, Zoom is updating. To what? Just show me Jeff and Shuddy. That's all I need. All I need. No updates needed. Come on. Open. Open. Ooh. The diva. God damn it. My lighting sucks again. No, what the fuck? Diva Craft a Laguna over there. What Laguna? I said craft a Laguna instead of Plava Laguna. Oh. Kevin, well, that clears you, it how up. Did your, how did your meet and greet at San Diego Comic-Con go? Did you sign a lot of autographs? I signed mad titties, yo. Why is Comic-Con now? And mad dicks. Wow. COVID, is that? Yeah, kind of. It's usually a summer thing, isn't it? Yeah. And it's also usually a five-day thing. Wait, how long was Comic-Con this weekend? Or this time, this year? Three days. Just the weekend, right? Yeah. Were there any big announcements? They're not going to do another Comic-Con? This is the last one. Should we save this for the show? Yeah, probably. Okay. And uh, did you make your little thing to make your lighting better? No. I've been gone. I think your lighting is great today. I'm, I'm the one that's holding us back with the, the lighting. I'm the lighting anchor this episode. You need to get the goat to dance behind you for an episode. That won't be able to go on YouTube. That would have to be a Patreon episode. She could put clothes on for it. Yeah, I can get her in a bikini. Well, yeah. What about like pasties? Grab can... her, grab her one of Cheech's bikinis. <laughs> if if we did pasties, do you think YouTube would demonetize that or pull it down? Said that we would have to be monetized first. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're not monetized. That's like I'm not exactly worried about my Lamborghini getting repoed because I don't have one. <laughs> Fair enough. I didn't know the our uh, relationship with YouTube right now, our, our financial relationship, clearly. I think technically we owe YouTube money. 
<laughs> I fucking hate YouTube. If they send us an invoice, I would immediately ditch those assholes and have no problem with it. Honestly, if you were just like, if Kevin, oh, I can't hear us. If Kevin was just like, you know, I don't feel like, I don't feel like taking the Zoom audio and putting it on YouTube or the Zoom footage and putting it on YouTube anymore. I would completely understand. That would be, that'd be fine with me to end you. That's all I need to end the YouTube uploads. Like, all right, I'm not going to do it either. So <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> Man, it takes considerably more time every week just to get the video of this show on YouTube and on Patreon for fucking three people to watch it. Well, it's more than, it is more than three people. It's not enough. I mean, I will not, I'm not going to argue that point because that is, I'm in agreement, but it's not, it's not as dire as you guys are making it sound. How much time do you actually waste, Kevin, doing whatever editing you have to do, exporting, importing, and then uploading or whatever, the YouTube file? Like, how many main hours does it take? Um, let's see. So I have to save an extra version of the show uh, just to lay into the, the Zoom audio or Zoom video. And then, I don't know, I'd say it's maybe an extra four hours. Oh, cut it. <laughs> cut it. Fuck that. And do you still, you have a newer computer, right? So you're getting, theoretically, you're getting fast export and import times, as fast as they're going to be. Yeah, because I remember the computer before this one, Man, doing like making a nerd hole video for Patreon was so fucking painful. It would take hours just for it to export, like just because that computer was so fucking slow, just thrashed. Yeah, like if I want to do like a snack attack, <clears throat> fried chicken Friday, I essentially just have to do it on Thursday and like <laughs> and like schedule it because it takes my my MacBook Air, which is a solid computer. It takes like three, four hours to export the video. And then by the time I get it up there, it's like, and people watch it. It's it's Saturday, you know, so it's a fucking Saturday video. So like stuff like that, like, yeah, my, I, I hear you. So your computer sucks ass, huh? It doesn't suck ass. Like it's pretty good. It just, it's old, you know, and it does take a little while to export. It exports really well. And Final Cut Pro works awesome on it, but it's just an older computer. And, you know, you, I'm assuming the Zoom file is a lot bigger than even my Snack Attack file. Yeah, they're, they're massive. <laughs> Whoops. They're fucking. Actually, at one least sec. I'm going to grab something to unblue myself. Tobias Funke over there bluing himself. I think he likes saying that. I need to go grab the volcano bag. How many, how many different ways of getting high do you have in front of you right now i just saw that you had a j in your mouth before we started recording that's for about that's for behind the paywall oh, okay <laughs> have a bong too within arm's reach See, wait a minute work? 
that's not. It didn't work. That's, that's not the only reason why you're using that as a distraction, right? What? Look at the bottle he's using. Oh. KY jelly. Kentucky jelly. <laughs> Tastes like chicken. Oh, man. How oh, great. Now Shuddy's pissed. I don't know if I could take you seriously while I'm looking at that KY jelly in front of your face. Reading, I got to know when the last time news that was. Actually, let's wait until the Patreon. <laughs> we don't want to go on YouTube talking about your KY jelly invent- adventures. Uh, I've got a lot Recording to in progress. Today. Beautiful. Kevin's got a lot to discuss. I'm just going to go along for the ride. Throwing my well, one you've got to tell us about our your Thanksgiving goulash. Yes. <laughs> I can discuss my Thanksgiving. I figured maybe we could play a new game called Is It a Fish? <laughs> Fuck you. Okay, Jeff, a I'm cow. So- oh, all right, pretty sure that's a fish. That's definitely a mammal. Stop it. I told you, I, I think we talked about this last week. Cow, cow, human, and maybe horse are like the most confident I am about like animals that are mammals. That's Outside good. of that, it's just, I'm just guessing. Crapshoot. Yeah. Who knows? It's a potpourri of options for me. <laughs> it's a regular pot potpourri. Oh man, my slip-ups just made the high MSPH highlights for years. What do you guys think? Are we almost ready to get this fucking show on the road? I was born ready. No, you weren't. Kevin, how's the button situation looking? Are they playing well? Uh, no, because I had to add a new one, and it rearranged things again. Away. Did you hear that? Was that a, that's not a new one, right? No. No. <clears throat> What's Where the, the new one? Fuck is, is the fucking gonna, theme? Is it like a surprise? You're gonna you're gonna no cue it up or talk <laughs> about it in the main episode? Uh, Dom Dom sent us an audio clip about MSPH wrestling. Perfect. He got sick of my terrible announcement so he decided to do it himself and i appreciate that i say next time we just send him the zoom link and he comes in for a quick msph announcement all right los angeles california it's mad scientist party hour oh that's the wrong one